Shut your eyes. Stop your ears. Hold your breath. Your moment has not yet come. Will you know opportunity when it comes knocking? Will you be ready to seize your chance for fulfillment? Will you be prepared to meet your doom? Good or bad, a defining moment must surely be drawing near. Sometime. One day. Any moment now. Not quite yet. But soon. Or possibly at length. But always at the unseen hour. spend our days striving for something, for happiness, for success, for wealth, for excitement. But if we achieve it, what then? All worldly things are fleeting. Such trivialities are merely killing time as we wait for the end. As we wait, like one Rufus Strideforth, Hastatus, fourth class, of the rear guard cohort of a Roman legion, protected from the damp morning in his fine tweed toga. <laughs> uh, so, here we are. Courageous and clever stride forth, helmet on head, gladius in hand, ready to meet the oncoming hordes, ready to, to fight for the great empire, which has brought civilization to the, to the barbaric world, ready to, in our magnificent emperor's words, Make Rome even more great than it already is. It's a <laughs> God damn it, a catchy slogan. Ready to, to lay down his life here on this, this barren earth, under this spindly, possibly dead tree. Ready to be, to be hacked to pieces by an, by an army of barbarians in the vague hope that it might delay their advance on our army's main force. Ready to... No, you know what? I'm I'm going. I'm I'm not really ready. I'm not just saying that. I'm 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 ready. I'm ready. I'm going. I'm bye. Where are you going? Me going? No, no, no. I'm I'm just walking up and down. I'm just stretching my legs. Me not not deserting. No, no. no. Right, no, 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 no right, because no. because that would be bad. Be bad. Yes. Cowardly, uh, cowardly and bad. Mm, yes. Bad. Yes, 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 and we, we are heroes of the Empire! Exactly, like yes. Uh, seen any barbarians yet? No. No, just... Endless desert. Yeah. Looks like it wants to rain. Mm. Sky. You know, uh, I mean, if you were to leave at yeah. just desert, not that you were, but, yes. but since there's no commanding officer here, I'd go with you. You would? Would you? Oh, perch and stride forth. Perch and stride forth! Fugitives on the open road! Oh. Oh. We'd better go before the centurion sees us. Yup, that's me, hello! Wait, I'm here! Uh, Commander Lawrence Sebastian Fawkes of the Roman rearguard cohort. 
uh, once a grand legionnaire commanding, what is that, it's a thousand elite soldiers celebrated through the streets of the capital, praised in the forum, hand in hand with the emperor himself from the top of the Colosseum, among the first. I was respectable in them days. Look at me now. They wouldn't even let me through the front door. A little bit about me there, in case you were wondering. <laughs> Sorry I'm late, trouble with my sandals. I think they're too small. Any barbarians yet? No, sir! All quiet, sir. All right. Well, they said tomorrow or the next day. Didn't they say that two days ago? Or three. Who do I look like? Theodosius of Bithynia? <laughs> Inventor of the universal sundial? Look, we just wait here until the barbarians come, right? Maybe they've already gone past. Hmm? You're overthinking it. Now take it from an old soldier. You don't. You want to avoid existential introspection and minor activities, which are broadly symbolic of the human struggle. Now I think I've got a stone in my sandal, so I'm going to have to try and take them off. Uh, here's your rations. It is a tiny carrot. Oh, a colourless radish. Yep. Enjoy. Oh no. Oh no! What's that? What's that on the horizon? Is it barbarians? Oh, I'll just shuffle up next to you here and peer in the same direction. No, those don't look like barbarians. They're too decrepit. They're wizened, hunched, shambling things. And shambling things! Zombies! Zombies! I knew something terrible and exciting was going to happen. It's, it's a bunch of zombies, isn't no, it? No, it's just an old lady and her servant. You talk to them, Rufus. Why me? Character doubling. What? No reason. You just talk to him. Hello, dearie. Hello, old lady. Hello there. Yes. Identify yourself. Are you barbarians? Zombies? Zombie barbarians? Oh, no. We're just a pair of poor vagrants wandering the speechless deserts. But why is that man with the long white hair carrying all of your bags? Is trying to impress me. I'm trying to impress her. All right. <laughs> Jolly good. <laughs> well, nevertheless, <laughs> listen to me. There's a Roman legion, a barbarian horde, and possibly zombies in this featureless desert, so do be careful, both of you. Oh, we oh, haven't right. seen anything like that, have we? we have, we've been all around. We really? haven't seen anything like that, all no. All around. Oh, all around. Hmm. Really? So no, uh, no vicious barbarian horde just over the horizon? Oh, no, nothing like that. Just endless, endless featureless desert featureless. under a sky oh, like, what would you call it? It was like grey, damp wool. Yeah, horrible, horrible wool. Mm. Oh, you must be hungry. Here, share some of this feeble crotch. Oh, oh thanks. <laughs> it's very kind of you. Just the sort of gesture, actually, that would be rewarded if we turned out to be not wandering vagrants, but disguised gods or secret magicians or something. Fuck you. Oh, it's the wrong end. Well, we better be going. Bye-bye. Bye. That was disappointing. <laughs> Look, it's getting dark. Oh, it looks like the barbarian horde won't come today. Maybe tomorrow. Yes, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. And the stage goes dark as twilight gives way to monologue. <laughs> Thank you.
So, this is what rock bottom looks like. I knew that I would get here eventually, and now that I am, I feel numb. I expected that when my marriage ended, that I would finally feel the fiery pain of a thousand failures over nine years, but nope, I just feel numb. As if my patience over all these years turned the shadow of that hurt into a resolve to never feel it at all. My husband, on the other hand, he's not numb, no. Chester. Chester is crying. He's still crying. He hasn't left that couch. He keeps holding me and telling me that we can change, that we have to change. Maybe we can. Maybe I should want to change. But right now, change is just a word. And I have no patience for words. I can't feel words right now. I just feel numb. And maybe, maybe I should feel numb because my husband... My husband fucked a horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly as insane as it sounds. And yet maybe, maybe I'm the monster after how I responded. At least that's what Chester first called me when I told him what I had done. He started crying immediately. I finally broke this once proud man. It's still shocking, really. He wasn't always a crier. When we first got married, he was perfect. Everything was perfect. I still remember it. Walking from our one bedroom in East London, we'd go hand in hand to the local farmer's market together every Sunday. He had a knack for picking out the perfect, most fresh carrots. In hindsight, it was a clue. <laughs> Everything was a clue. Afterwards, we'd go and get coffee and plan a picnic out by the meadow. He always remembered that I liked my coffee extra sweet, and somehow, some way, Chester always had a secret sugar cube that he kept in his pocket just for me, just for that cup of coffee on a Sunday, or so he said. <laughs> Now, I just wish that I could have pieced together all of those clues faster. I just, oh God, one of his tears just dropped on my toe. <laughs> gross. His tears are so cold and just gross. I swear, I'm not a monster, but if I am a monster, he made me a monster. He's the monster. But if I am a monster, he made me the monster. I've never said those words out loud before. For years, I didn't even dare think them. But then, well, my husband, your mayor, and my husband, Chester Fields, fucked a horse. Chester, good old Chester, the so-called people's choice and the youngest mayor that London has ever seen. Well, I guess I caught him. I feel like such a fool now. My father told me that this would happen. <laughs> I can still hear his voice on the way to our wedding. Nora James, don't you dare marry that Chester. Never trust a popular politician. They always have skeletons in their closet always. Besides, you heard the rumors. They released that budget for his office. In 2015 alone, he spent £200,000 on forced equestrian abortions. Why would a candidate ever spend that much money on that? You have to ask him. Promise me, Nora James. Oh, God. Chester's trying to hug me now. He wants me to be the strong one. He always thought that I was the strong one. I wasn't. No, in nine years, I never asked him about that budget. No, I didn't want to know why he'd spent 200 grand on horse abortions or why he told me that he wanted to name our firstborn Clip Clop. 
I should have known then. I should have stood up for myself then, but I didn't because I was scared. Who would believe me? People don't want to believe women even now, and that's when it has to do with humans. Nobody is going to believe the sad little mayor's wife when she tells them when she caught him four nights in a row in the stables with his hands full of oats and his bare ass bright red from sitting on all that hay. Few would believe he fucked that horse. <laughs> but no one would believe the even worse truth that he made love to that horse. He made love to that horse. Even if they did believe me, I'm just not brave enough to find out because he's wrong. I'm not the strong one. Younger me was the strong one. Had I just asked him when we were about to be married, I would have done more than stand up for myself. I was so feisty back then. Oh, back then was different. I would have stood up for myself. I wasn't the perfect little politician's wife in her demure black dress and her big house and her three lovely kids, click clop, sea biscuit and shadow facts. <laughs> How did I let him name our children? I'm from South London, for fuck's sake. I shouldn't take this. You can only put Nora James of Mansion House through so much before Nora from Croydon comes out. And when you cross her, she will stab a bitch. <laughs> not that I stabbed that horse, no. Not even Nora from Croydon would stab a horse, no. Knives would have been too good for that man-stealing filly. <laughs> I did the sensible politician thing to do, and I sent her to a farm, specifically... I sent her to THE farm, a.k.a. England's trendiest glue factory. That's what Chester wanted, after all. He ran his campaign on trying to bring back factory jobs to London, and he got extra votes because he promised every hipster a job. Well, in one of his precious factories, those hipsters liquefied his horse. And as he cries on the living room couch that we bought during a family trip to New York, I should feel the happy jubilation of vengeance but I don't. I just feel numb. Because that's all you can feel after your husband fucks a horse. <laughs> Edward Elby's the goat. So, here we are! Brave, intelligent stride forth, ready to- You again? Yep, me again. But why shouldn't I be here? I thought you had deserted. Never! No, I'd I'd sooner hang myself from this spindly tree. Well, that's an option. Mm. We could hang ourselves. That branch would probably take your weight. No, that's not a branch. That's emergency musical guest, James Carney. <laughs> well, it would probably take your weight. All right. Let's try it. Give me a give me a leg up. Oh, oh. oh you to lock to! Uh, ah! Oh, we're not we're not hanging ourselves, certainly. No. Oh, good. I expect the barbarians will be here in a minute. Look, we do we really have to fight the barbarians? It it just seems a little uh, uh, pointless. Yes, pointless. Pointless. Oh, seems mm. a little pointless. Yeah, really well, pointless, actually. Really no, pointless. I suppose not. You two can scarper if you want. It's probably not that important. Great. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. You haven't gone. Yeah. Won't you come too? No, one of us had better stay. After all, we are the outermost opposition to the enemies of the Empire with orders to outlast ongoingly. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Sat out of the way. 
They've got to keep up appearances. <sighs> well, should we? We can't just leave him. Look, there's something on the horizon. Finally, the barbarians are coming to brighten our day by murdering us. No, no, it looks more like a witch being dragged along in a wheelie bin by a skeleton. Ah, witches and skeletons! I, I knew it. Here they come. <laughs> You'd better talk to them. Ah, yes, yes, I see. Yeah, a repeating formula. Yes, yes. Hey, hey, you there? Is a witch and skeleton. Mm. You witch, witch, how dare you? I am no witch. I am a respectable gypsy nomad woman with numerous colorful scarves and a traditional pointy hat and broom. <laughs> uh, how could you mistake me for a witch? Uh, he is, and he is not a skeleton, he's just skinny. I they have a fast metabolism. Ah. <laughs> I see. Uh, and and you, you haven't? By any chance, encountered a, a barbarian horde on your travels? Oh, we have seen many things as we have roamed this desert. This is no ordinary desert! Oh, no. Oh, this is an endless expanse that stretches between worlds. Death and insanity are its compass points. Ghosts and demons are its populace. Stray no further, foolish mortals, into this netherworld. We are doomed. We, we are doomed. Oh. to wander this forsaken land, but it is not a fate that any should seek out. And uh, also, to answer your question, no, we have not seen any barbarians. Gosh. <laughs> okay. Well, well, nonetheless, if you are fated to wander this damned landscape, you should know it's full of Roman legions, barbarian hordes, zombies, witches, and skeletons. You must be jolly hungry. Here. Share some of this pathetic radish. Oh, thank you. If I were a witch, which I am not, I would certainly reward you for your kindness. Mm. Oh. Mm. 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 <sighs> Goodbye! Good luck with your barbarians. <sighs> well, that's it. We are clearly in some sort of horrible limbo desert. I'm hanging myself. Mm. <laughs> Boost me up so I can reach last resort musical guest, <laughs> writer, director, creator, producer, James Carney. Yes, all right. And here. <laughs> uh, Caught all the tears that you cried at walls That you mumbled and moaned your way through At the top of your lungs scream You've never been false To a man who has never been true Sing me a song about heartache Sing me a song about love Sing me a song about heartbreak Sing me a song about love Oh, fine, do the one about your favorite dance Or the one about the bald refugee Yes, sing the songs about the fashions in Holland and France But you'd better not sing them to me Cause I only want to hear love songs Sing me a song about love 
I only came here for love songs Sing me a song about love The boys all get starry-eyed Swaying to stories of lovers you've known They can't resist you, but they'll never kiss you Your heart is no longer your own Sing to this fella whose darling you are He's given his whole heart to you Sing to this man at the back of the bar Just as long as you sing to me too Sing me a song about another man But sing me a song about love I won't even care who you kiss when you're done if you sung me a song about love <sighs> a bit of vulnerability there Andy. yeah who <laughs> knew We all felt it, folks. <laughs> so here we are. Bold, erudite, stride forth, gazing eyes. You? You? I thought you hanged yourself. Well, the musical guest snapped. Look. <laughs> yes, I see. Uh, well, here we are again. Predictably enough, yes. Yes, nothing to be done. Uh, so it goes. Sometimes the bar eats you and... Other fashionably stoic glib wisdom. Looks like it wants to rain. Yes. Yes, good idea. Yes, let's let's repeat the things we said earlier to make them seem more significant. <laughs> I can't remember what we said. Oh, neither can I. Oh, me again! Oh. I come to complete the tableau. I have found another set of sandals. They seem to fit but up, but now my helmet is too big. Do you think, do you think the barbarians will come today? Maybe we miss them. Look, look there on the horizon. It's them, it's the barbarian horde. Finally. Yes. Yeah, that could be a barbarian horde. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how, 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 how gratifying. Here they come. <laughs> you talk to them. Me. I know the drill. Hey there, barbarians. What's your game? Hello, I am the warlord Crick, and this is my barbarian horde, Featherstone. Whatcha? I suppose you'll want us to put you to the sword. Actually, we're not we're not so terribly keen. Uh, we don't we don't feel particularly invested in our empire's jingoism no, anymore. Yes, yes. Past it, you know. Uh, it's understandable. After millennia of scourging this infinite desert, we too have rather. Lost our taste for blood. I'm sorry, did, did you say millennia? Yep. As the damn spirits of the perpetrators of unspeakable violence, we, just like you, are condemned to this insufferable underworld in perpetuity. Oh, we... We... we we're dead. Yay. Alas, yes. And having lived lives of cruelty, we find ourselves locked into an eternal punishment meted out by some terrible 
unknown authority. If only we hadn't been such bastards when we was alive. Oh yes, obviously you you were you were you were clearly villainous heathens. Oh, we we had God on our side. We we we, we were we were doing what's right. <laughs> oh, very good. God, yes, God. Thank you. I needed that. Yes. That's good luck in hell. Cheerio. Well, that wasn't very tolerant of our religious beliefs, was it? Did you? Did you? Did you, did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yes, did you? Did you see that? Yes. Uh, Both of you. Quite huh? rude, really. <laughs> yeah. At least they didn't murder us. Yes, at least they didn't do that. Oh, yes, I suppose, literally. Yes. Oh. Shall, shall we go? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. And the three remain, standing under a lowering sky by a tree with a broken limb, waiting forever. And you too, dear listeners, must wait, but not forever. Only until it's time for you to join us once again. Only until the next unseen hour. We hope that you are still with us at the end of The Unseen Hour, episode 26, waiting for... The Unseen Hour is recorded live on the first Wednesday of every month at the Rosemary Branch Theatre in London, courtesy of Unattended Items. This episode was performed patiently by Bryce Stratford, Joey Timmons, and James Carney, and featured a monologue written by Sid Singh and performed by Laura Jane Romer Ormiston. The musical guest was James Carney. Theme music by The Unrecorded. The Unseen Hour is an Unseen Things production created, written, and produced by James Carney, and the podcast is produced, all in good time, by Andy Goddard. If my calculations are correct, and my calculations are always correct, there is an alive Unseen Hour performance on the day that this podcast is scheduled for release. Performance live! It's at Vault Festival in Waterloo, London, today. Go now, get to Waterloo, quick. It's at six o'clock, Leak Street. Go, you can check tickets on vaultfestival.com. Search Unseen Hour. And as ever, we look forward to seeing you here again at the Unseen Hour. Coming, Val. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir.